All right, so welcome to the 11th episode of Keep Off the Grass Livecast. Wow, 11. This is awesome. I'm Brian, or Lontism on my social media accounts, and I have the privilege of kif- kicking off the episode. So first, I know uh, I don't want to keep Mr. Lush too long, so let's grab that glass <laughs> and keep off the grass. Bush. Stay hydrated. Flush is flush. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so tonight, as you guys all know, we are going to be diving into the world of lawn care equipment. So that means mow jobs, trim jobs, and Zach's favorite, (laughs) blow jobs. (laughs) Uh, We're also going to be drawing some names for the live chat for those of you who want to be on our uh, special guest next week. So stay tuned for the live chat. We'll tell you. Uh, when that's going to get started. And of course, it wouldn't be a KOTG live cast show without some kind of giveaway. So we will announce that a little bit later in for those that are in the live chat as well. So stay tuned. And we want to give a special shout out to a few of our compadres who weren't able to come with us tonight. Um, some things came up. You got Zach with Backyard All Day and then Brent or Longenuity. Uh, you guys are missed. And we got Cody, Meister, my lawn's gone, but there's a special reason. We want to give him a congrats because he just had a new baby boy. Yeah. Right. So throw out some names in the chat. Names he should name them. Uh, we already tried to convince him to do Husqvarna, but maybe you guys can uh, find a better name for him in there. I heard Hawk is a great middle name. Hawk. <laughs> Hawkeye. <laughs> Yeah, Seahawks, right. man. That's what I'm talking about. What? <laughs> Seahawks. <laughs> All right, you guys want to get started with? Uh, let's let's get started with equipment. What do we got? Yeah, I was wondering. Mowers? Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Let's do mowers. All right. So, from people who probably were on our website, you can go in and see what kind of mowers we all have. Um, I think Cody and I are the only Husqvarna's. Most of the rest of you guys have what? Toros and Hondas. Yeah, Time Master. Time Masters? Yeah, nice. Time Master for me, too. I've got a John Deere here. Oh, yeah, Vince. Oh, the old, the the old green JD. Got it for free. So, yeah, that's, can't be can't free. Beat, can't yeah, beat, can't beat, that. beat that price. Yeah. <laughs> free is the best mower. You know, you know, I guess one thing I'll say, Vince, like John Deere rider mowers, I, I feel like they, they almost dominate like the average uh, dad home you know, lawn guy. But you get into a push mower, John Deere makes a great push mower, but not a lot of people have them. So, I mean, I definitely know that you have a good mower with a John Deere, but that's something that I've always noticed that John Deere push mowers, not very many people have, but a rider, you see them all over the place. Yeah, no, I had, I had, uh, this is my second John Deere mower. Both, both were free hand. uh, One, the first one was a hand-me-down that I got from a cousin. And it had the caster wheels in the front, the swivel wheels. Mm-hmm. And the engine, it had a nice engine, uh, like 190cc engine. It had a lot of pl- power and uh, uh, was was really good for me. And so when that, um, what happened on that was the weld on the caster wheel that holds the wheel to the body or the, the you know, bottom of the mower, that snapped. So I tried welding it a few times, but it just kept snapping. So ended up uh, finding another new mower in my neighborhood. It ended up being a, another John Deere JS 28, um, 190 CC and seemed, you know, plenty powerful for, for my yard. And it's been working out ever, 
you know, it's been working great for me. So um, I did have a cub cadet in the interim. I did have, um, I tried that out for about a year, a season. And then I found the, the John Deere and then I got, I gave the cub cadet to my, to my in-laws. So now it's over there. Hey, but, and before we kind of, you know, dive in more on our mowers that we have now, I mean, do you guys all remember your first, you know, your first mower? <laughs> you never forget your first, right? You never forget your first. So my, mine was a, uh, one of those old lawn boys with the, you know, the green, the green body with that offset wheel hanging off the side. And I mean, that was like the test of, you know, growing up and cutting my dad's grass was trying to figure out how to hang that silly bag that like hangs off the side with the, uh, with that like rod that sticks up off the deck of the mower. I don't know. Did anybody else have one of those old lawn boys like that? They cut so nice though, even though they, basically polluted the entire ozone with the blue, <laughs> the blue smoke pouring, pouring out of them. Didn't those things run off a of diesel, basically? <laughs> no, it was, I mean, it was uh, mixed. It was mixed gas, so it, it it gave a nice little puff of blue smoke every time it started up. I had a, well, my dad had a, we had an Aaron's walk behind growing up, big orange mower. Um, and I didn't, you know, I, the thing was great. We had the same mower my entire childhood, and it, we never had issues with it. Um, but I didn't realize how expensive those things were. So when it was time for me to buy my first mower, I was like, oh, I'm going to give me an errands like my dad, you know, the big orange ones. And they're hard to find out here in the Midwest. Uh, but then when I saw how much they cost, I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to go with that. I'm going to find something different. So uh, I, I think, I guess maybe I was a little spoiled or maybe they're just expensive, but that thing ran like a champ for years and years. Nice. A couple of guys uh, look like they have the same as me. I had an old snapper. And so, uh, uh, Matt Dawson said he had a snapper and then, um, who was it? Papa Mose Lowe's said he had a snapper. Yeah. Old snapper wasn't mine. I mean, it was my dad's and I remember going out and using that thing and man, you know, having that, uh, self-propelled. Wow. You know, that was like fancy and really liked that. Yeah. Snapper was what I used to drag up the street to go cut the old lady's grass, uh, and make 20 bucks. And, and bar- barely break even by the time I paid for <laughs> gas and stuff. So. And they're super heavy, too. Super heavy. Yeah, they're, they're built. And we're in heaven with what we have uh, today, but those snappers were freaking heavy, man. Uh, my pops had a snapper as well. Uh, self-propelled. Um, we, used to, we, w- we would bag the heck out of everything. <laughs> bag. Throw oh, back yeah. Their bag in. <laughs> so much work. <laughs> So a so lot I, of equipment, I want to actually ask, this may start a heated debate because there's a few people in the chat talking about it as well, but gas versus battery. I mean, where, where are you guys at? What do you, you guys have a preference? I'm I, gas motor all day long. Gas motor, kid. I'm a gas motor, man, but I think uh, battery is going to change the industry very, very soon, man. Uh, yeah. They're coming up with, Taurus coming up with some very good gadgets. Uh, Ego making some noise out there. Uh, so I'm, I'm kind of excited until I can charge a battery in the time I can fill a fuel tank. I'm not interested. That's a concern for like commercial guys, but yeah, yeah. you know, I think if, if you have a 7,500, 5,000 square foot lawn, you know, and especially for like the hand tools, like a string trimmer blower, I having battery is a great, a great option for, for, you know, like the homeowner DIY, you know, kind of typical lawn size, 
Um, you know, they, they work great. They're powerful now. They're the, the batteries, you know, have five, six, seven amp hours. So you're getting, you know, a decent runtime off of them and enough, you know, 40, 60 volt batteries that, that have the power too. So, you know, I, I think they're an incredible option for, for homeowners. I agree when it comes to string trimmers and editors and stuff like that. I have a gas and I have a, a battery and I think I started my gas one twice last year. Just, yeah. I have no reason for it. Yeah. I can't beat the maintenance on them. Just right. take, take the battery out yep. and, and put it on the charger. You just got to remember to put it on the charger. <laughs> That's my big yeah. thing. The, the space for having different, different battery packs and chargers and having a backup. And I'm, I'm sure if you, you know, in the long run, if you compare maybe the cost of gas versus, you know, chargers and, and you know you buy it once and then you just use your electricity or whatever but my, i'm i'm super limited on my space so for me the the 21 inch tour recycler smart stove we can tip it up on the side that's been really nice for my tiny little garage and my little squeeze in the minivan and my car and all the stuff on my side yeah. um but yeah definitely the battery stuff is something really interesting and if i ever get more space that's something i'm definitely gonna look into down the road yeah i mean size matters right so you know that <laughs> the size of your yard, the size of your storage space, you know, those were the big factors that I took into consideration when I bought my time master last year, you know, I have a 9,000 square foot lawn and I went from a 22 inch recycler to the 30 inch time master. And it really, I mean, it legitimately shaved like 20 minutes of mow time off cutting my, off the time it takes to cut my grass. So it was a really, you know, really cool thing to, to do and, and have that bigger deck um, you know, it has a big, nice, powerful engine on it too. And the best thing that I've found about the, the Toro mowers, especially is that personal pace self-propelled system. You can't beat it, man. Just, yeah, just, so just, nice. just hold on to it and push and it matches yeah. how fast you walk. It doesn't is- pull you along the lawn. Like I used to cut commercial, uh, with a commercial lawn boy mower and, you know, you got the rabbit or the turtle and <laughs> yeah. you're, you're drag if, if you're putting on tur- if you put it on rabbit because your boss is yelling at you you know it's dragging you around the, the yard instead of you know matching matching how fast you're walking so i think you know the, the personal pace and the bigger the bigger deck size deck size were what i looked for when i uh when i got my new mower hey well talking about deck size i think there's a new person that just joined on the chat he's got a new uh equipment probably want to talk about Oli. Oh, I, just I think, and he just left. And he's just left. And he's gone. <laughs> Can I ask well, a quick question to the to me too, events to the cool season folks? I'm just curious, like on the gas electric thing. So for the for those of you guys that get snow, how many of you guys use an electric snowblower versus gas? I had an electric snowblower, uh, and then we got four inches of snow, and it took me an hour and a half to clear off my driveway. So that thing was gone, and uh, in came a Toro 824 gas. And uh, I will never have another battery snowblower ever again. Yeah, that's why I'm always curious. I uh, I have a combination like on the uh, on edge trimmers and stuff. I, I use some battery stuff. I mean, on the mower side, I will always be a gas guy. But I went my first. I went on the Toro. I I got I I went electric this year. And in the first blizzard we got, I I couldn't literally get through my driveway. I turned return that shit so fast. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's it's terrible. It's nice when you only get a couple inches of snow. It moves around easy. It's easy to store. You get some real snow and it becomes a paperweight. Oh, the best snow is when you can, you know, you get that real super fluffy light snow and you could just go out there with your regular blower and just blow your driveway off. You don't even have to get the snowblower out. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, when you get dusting or something, yeah. Have you guys seen the new uh, Sunjo um, 
battery battery powered uh, reel mower. Yeah, no. I saw Is the reviews the- from like uh, yeah. Brett. Brett, Brett yeah. Brett's grass capades. He did a uh, he did a review on one. Uh, Man, that's that's pretty that's pretty nice though. For you gonna start reel mowing your Saint Aug down there? Uh, probably the <laughs> back part, not the front. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice for, for someone that wants to uh, reel mow uh, for for you know for a good price. One hundred and seventy bucks on Amazon. Yeah. yeah. Does everybody rotary mow or th- does anybody? Real mow, Mark. Were you real mow in your front yard? Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna real mow my my front yard, and then I'll I'll still probably rotary mow uh, backyard. But yeah, but this will be my first time. I mean, I'm new to real mowing, so I won't pretend to be like I'm an expert or anything. Ollie, are you working with a, a 22 inch deck or 21 inch? What are you working with there, bud? I'm talking to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you What are you cutting with? I just um, just picked up a 36 inch uh, turf tracer, uh, X Mark turf tracer. Beautiful. Nice. Um, stepped nice. up from a 30 inch X Mark commercial deal to that 36, um, 40. Let's see, 14 and a half horse. So, first time I used it was today. Yeah. How uh, how long do you think it would take to mow your? What do you have? 130 something thousand square feet. I'm only using that at the shop. So. Yeah. I mean, with like a regular, like 21 or 22 inch motor, what does it take you two or three days to cut your lawn? <laughs> give up. <laughs> at the house, I got a fair 61 inch cut at the house. And um, the, I actually got the mow today. That's, that was pretty nice. Got the mow today. Yeah, how many inches did you cut off? Say again. How many inches did you have to cut off? Man. <laughs> They was places it was probably eight inches tall. Wow. And I was breaking the one third rule all day long. <laughs> <laughs> it's this, you know, 80% chance of rain tomorrow. And right, uh, done. had to do something. Because yeah. it rained all weekend. Couldn't do anything this weekend. Were you left with a lot of clumps? Not really clumps. Um, because that mower will throw it so far. Right. But definitely, you know, grass laying on top that I wish wasn't there. And yeah. Normally, if I have enough time and it's warm, I'll let that lay there for like an hour or two and then buzz it again and chop it all to pieces. Mm-hmm. So I think something I'm going to do this year that I've never done is um, I'm going to try some uh, gator blades. I've only run the stock blades. Yeah. Gator blades are nice. Gators and see if it had, you know, shred that even more. Yeah. Yeah, I run them, on, run them on my Time Master and had them on my 22-inch uh, recycler. And I mean, you know, that's not the same as a 61 inch uh, zero turn, but you know, they, they, they actually, they do a really good job cutting the grass that, you know, they have the high lift to, to get the grass lifted up and cut it too. So highly recommend yeah. the gator plates. I mean, I, I, Andy turned me out of those last fall. And so I got one and it's made a difference certainly with, with the amount of time I have to side discharge because it's too tall or too thick. I'm able to mulch it better i don't know that it's like incredible but i mean the cost of the blades is no more than going down to home depot or lowe's and buying just a standard blade so i right. think it's worth looking into and seeing if it does anything you know any better for you yeah and that's one of those simple you know those simple upgrades you can do for your mower if you don't like the way that it cuts or kind of it seems underpowered or you know you have one of the more like basic kind of intro level mowers that they sell like at lowe's or home depot that's really really simple way to, to upgrade that is to put those gator blades on it and get a better cut now that we're on uh on up, upgrades 
what do you guys think about the uh, stripe stripe kit? You gotta uh, go checkmate. Huh? You What's gotta that? go with the checkmate. There you go. Big league lawn. They're awesome. I, I have... Go ahead. You I go. can't strike St. Augustine though. With that is <laughs> yeah. <laughs> August too. Uh, it's too thick for that. But man, uh, I see you guys using those uh those uh upgrades. Man, it's pretty nice. The striper kids. Yeah, getting the stripes with the, with something uh, has made a huge difference in the way it looks when you're done. I mean, you just with the cool season to get them stripes, I, I love it. Uh, I don't have the checkmate. I have Toros. I think they're about the same price. I, I think I want to try the checkmate because the, the Toros is just like on a hook on the back and you can't back up. And sometimes if you're trying to maneuver in weird, weird spots or make sharp turns or go backwards at all, it's it's kind of cumbersome. So mm-hmm. I want to try the the check or the the big league lawn checkmate one. I see how that works. I got a code for you, Bill. Ten percent off. <laughs> Do right. you really? Yeah. All right. Well, my birthday's next wow. week. What's the code? Share the code. GCI twenty one. GCI twenty one. I think uh, Brent just got uh, one too, right? He did. Big league lawn striper. So looking forward to seeing what he does with that. Oh, uh, uh, when I when I upgraded my mower to my Time Master. The only reason I bought it was so I could have wider stripes. I had a small quarter acre lot and, you know, as you read the reviews, it's like, oh, it's a time saver. You should only buy it if you have, you know, um, half, half. Hey, Nate, I less. don't appreciate you calling us quarter acre lot guys small. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's, we're average. <laughs> but you get my point. But it was like, it was one of those things where like, yeah, I, I, I didn't need it, but I wanted the wider stripes. That's the only reason I bought it. And literally, as I'm going to buy it, I ordered my Checkmate striping kit as I'm going to buy it. So it was like, I, I had this vision of like, I want the stripes, I want wide stripes, I want them bold, and that's what I want to do. Um, and then I had that mower, so then when we moved into this house with a bigger lot, I was like, oh, it kind of works perfect. But honestly, a lot of people, they a lot of people think that I ride and. Um, when I had my like two houses ago, I did have a walker. Uh, my dad actually found it, and that's what my dad has, and he uses it. And I love it. I mean, walkers are a different look. Uh, they cut differently, but they're a they're a good good machine, and they cut real good. But uh, I love that love 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 that mower. But but yeah, that's the only reason I bought my Time Master is purely thirty inch stripes. That's the only reason I did it. <laughs> yeah, and, and you do have the checkmate on it, right? I'm seeing lots of people in the chat saying they have the checkmates on their mowers too. So yeah. pretty cool. I think I think I'm gonna try to DIY a uh a flap of some kind, but I gotta try I gotta try it out first and, and get it built and then I'll I'll share what I'm what I'm working on to make sure it works right before before we see how it does. Has nice. anyone has anyone you I think Jimmy Lewis put out a video about like a quick disconnect to retrofit the, yeah. the big league lawns. I don't want to try that. Of that. I don't, it's four bolts. You take a 17 and 19, you zip them off. The thing comes off. You put them back on. It's on. Some people like it. I don't see the necessity for, it, but my biggest issue with it is it, it pushes that thing back another three or four inches. And I feel like my feet would be hitting that as I'm mm. walking. So that's. You hunched over. Okay. One reason I, I actually am very interested in the quick connect because of my hill, you know, I mean, I, I, I keep mine on and that adds 25 pounds when I'm doing the hill. And that's a big difference. I mean, that mower itself is heavy and then you got the striping kit. So like one of my thoughts for this year is if I can find a cheap battery operated mower that only weighs what, like 30 pounds, 
I might actually try and pick one up just to mow my hill with. Mm. So. But Nate, yeah, the- you're never you're never gonna catch Mr. Lush if you keep shying away from the hill. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, you, you fill up that roller with three hundred pounds of water. <laughs> that's a, that's how you get close to catching lush. And that's something I didn't think about because with the Toro one, it's just a, it's just a weighted roller on a little a little hook on a bar, so it comes off real quick and easy. So I'll do all my going around the perimeters and around my tree and some other spots in my backyard without without that, and then I'll just put it on when I want to stripe the, the main parts of my yard that people see, um, and that's real easy to take it off and put it back on. So if, if the if the big league one, the checkmate kit, is harder to take off and take on quickly, that might factor into whether or not I actually get one bill you have an impact what's that do you have an impact drill a drill that you can put a socket on no but i could get one if you have that it'll take you 15 seconds to take that thing off there Hmm. okay all right that's good to know it's not impossible to take on and off but for myself like theoretically i want to take it off every time i mow um you know when i have to do my hill every other time so i the the quick connect is something I'm interested in, but to your point, Andy, yeah, that pushing that back three or four inches, I don't like that idea. Yeah. What you could do is you could take the, the, cause it's just two bolts on each side. You could really just take those off and put pins in them that have yep. a cotter pin in it. And you just rip those off and your, your angle stays the same. The depth from the front, to the back stays the same. Um, not to, you know, I'm not trying to bash Jimmy's kit cause I'm not, uh, but I just think there's better issue, better better ways to resolve getting it on and off quickly. Nope, I agree. All right. Hey, let's uh, move over to trimmers and edgers. I think I asked one time, uh, do you guys actually have a separate trimmer and edger or do you have uh, use the trimmer for both? Hey, Brian, can I ask one, one quick question before we move on to trimmers? Sure. I just, I feel like a lot of people on here have the Toro Time Master and that kind of seems to be like, if you're going to go to the 30 inch deck, that, is you know in a price point that I think a lot of people are comfortable with. For for those of you guys that use that as your primary mower, like why did you go with the Time Master? Why do you stick with the Time Master over over other options? I mean, why is that kind of like the dominant thirty inch deck? There's not that's a whole actually, lot of options in thirty inch with a push. That's actually my dream mower, man. Uh, once you go thirty inch, man, you never go back. <laughs> you never go back. Yeah, I, I've used it a couple of times, and I'm in love with it. But I can't, I can't pay 1,100 bucks for that, for that right now. Not, not right now. Probably in the future, or when I have a bigger lawn, like a like 10,000 square feet or, or more. But right now that I have a like 4,200 square feet, I, I, I'm good with that. Yeah, uh, with my with with my super recycler. But uh, yeah, I think I, I want to I want to upgrade to that one. It's a, definitely think, on my wish list for sure. I, think I can think of a couple other one. Go ahead. They have a, a third. It's either a 28 or a 30 inch. It's one where like the front wheel is like one, it's offset. It's like forward a little bit more than the other front wheel. I've seen that. I can't remember who makes that. It's Cub Cadet. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 But I don't know how much it is. I, 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 you know, I think, I think part of it is just the branding of Toro, right? That's yeah. That, yeah. A lot of people Skag's getting into the, the, the high width push motors too. Now they got the, what is it? A 32 inch. Uh, skag that it starts out at what is it 20 2500 bucks for mm. a push yeah it's a th- it's it's a 30 and you know okay. it's it's more of like a commercial, commercial grade right. kind right. of like the, the x mark yeah. 30 and the turf what is it the turf master 30 which is right. the commercial time master That's um twice but the price 
Yeah, it is. It is. They're, they're, they're more closer to two grand than, you know, Mm -hmm. one grand. Um, but I mean, I had, I, I've always been a big fan of Toro motors, um, or Toro, Toro mowers. Um, you know, my, my uncle actually back in Pittsburgh owns a Toro dealership. Um, my, my dad, you know, my whole family on my, my, on that side, you know, my, my grandfather had a, 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 a mower shop when we were growing up. So, you know, we've always kind of been around Toros and they've always been, been really good mowers. And, you know, Mark, to your question, you know, as I mentioned it earlier, you know, I, my 9,000 square foot lawn, you know, it cut down 20 minutes of cut time for me to, to upgrade from my 22 inch recycler to the, to the 30 inch recycler or to the 30 inch time master. So, you know, there was a definite time savings. Um, and, and that's, you know, the primary reason that, that I bought it just to, to get on and off the lawn faster. So I could, you know, get out there for the weekend cuts or the weekday cuts, you know, do double cuts on the weekends and, and, you know, finish all my yard work in the same time that it used to take me to just cut the grass with my, my smaller mower. So, you know, that, that was my consideration for it. I thought you bought it just so you could get that hat. (laughs) No. (laughs) Hmm. <laughs> but string trimmers, trimmers versus edgers. Yeah. Oh, that's a huge debate. Or... I have them both. I like them both. Uh, I, I can't get down the flip your trimmer upside down and walk backwards. <laughs> I always put little lumps into the yard. And so I use uh, a blade, <laughs> blade trimmer t- with, with a gator blade on it. <laughs> <laughs> the gator blade. I, um, no. go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, uh, Andy, I think you said you also use the edger once, but then you maintain it with a tribber, right? So, yeah, I have a, I have a Royobi gas. It was the trimmer, so I bought the, uh, the edger attachment and a, a rototiller attachment. So I'll go the one time a year, maybe twice, I'll hit it with the blade, and then I'll just maintain it with the string trimmer after that. Okay. Yeah, I, I have the combo ryobi 40 volt system uh for the string trimmer i edge every time i cut my grass with the actual edger attachment with the blade edger um and i have the brush cutter attachment so that way i can uh, cut down my wildflowers when they either need deadheaded or at the end of the season to to trim cut you know cut them down to the ground and get them all ready for the for the season for the end of the season vince what were you saying earlier oh we were talking about um edger versus string trimming for for the purpose of edging i I was just going to say i and i responded to a comment on one of the facebook pages today about someone someone asked the same question and what i like to do is i'll use a bladed edger in the beginning of the season right after winter when uh the soil is like right up against the the edge of the sidewalk the concrete it's really hard to get like that deep like groove with a string trimmer so i'll I'll define that at the beginning of the year a couple times with a bladed edger, but then I'm maintaining it pretty much the rest of the season with a string trimmer and it, that works out well for me and it's quick and easy, but I have the, uh, the steel combi system. So it's not like a separate edger or a separate string trimmer, but they're the attachments, right? Yeah. So we've got the edger uh, blower and the, and the string trimmer. My pops has that one as well, man. It's pretty neat, but I'm a I'm a 100% a trimmer, man. Uh, I just like it better than uh, than edgers. I have a buddy. His name's A Yin. I don't know if he's here though. He has 
the uh, best, uh, the best uh, trimming skills I've seen from a Ryobi, bro. Uh, that guy, that guy trims his uh, his Saint Augustine lawn, and looks it looks like if he used an edger, like it's so nice and thin and crispy. It's it's pretty legit. So I'm I'm sticking to trimmers as well. So 100% trimmers. I have a corner a corner lot, so I got twice the sidewalks as everybody else. So I that's why one of the reasons I like the edger because you just set it down on the edge and just you know follow along. You don't have to control it like you do uh, like you do a trimmer. Yeah, I'll do my I'll do my flower beds, my natural edges with the trimmer, but I I have a lot of sidewalk, and then I got the little boulevard or parkway, whatever you want to call it, and I just go right around that with the with the the edger on the wheel and it's super easy. It's quick. I have the Ryobi expanded system. I really like it. I think it, you know, makes it really easy to switch real quick. Um, and man, I, I tried one time edging around my tree with the trimmer and trying to get all, you know, looking all good. I was going to film it and it, I was, it was terrible. I mean, like, just like Andy said, man, I was going all over the place. I was like, this is gross. I'm going to delete this. This never happened. You know, <laughs> nobody's going to know this. Uh, so I, I like that a lot, especially for sidewalks and stuff makes it easy. Um, I have their blower attachment too, and I've been using that for the past few years. And with my small yard, it, it works fine. Um, but I, I'm really thinking about getting a backpack blower just to have more more power because um, I feel like I'm wasting time blowing my my clippings and stuff off off the sidewalks and the driveway and stuff. What do you guys use for your blower or handheld or something? You know, a dedicated system, or do you guys use any kind of attachments like the Ryobi? Back to the edger, I have just a. Uh, uh electric plug-in black and decker that i run uh, it was like 20 bucks got it off marketplace put a new blade on it works great and then uh for blower i had my grandpa's old electric um blower that black and decker and i bet you that thing's from like the 80s and uh just a few weeks ago i upgraded to a ryobi backpack blower found it on marketplace as well so picked up for like 100 bucks have you used it yet yeah so i used it um when all the snow melted. So I went out with a rake and did a lot of raking, but I was like, ah, oh, you know, I just bought this thing. I'm going to test it out. So I put that sucker on and I went out and uh, on one side of my house was really matted down. And so I used it to blow, uh, blow the grass up and whatnot. I thought it worked really, really good. Then of course, while I had it out, you know, just like a new toy, I went and did like my hill and I was blowing leaves <laughs> and I went and just, I was just going everywhere with it and having fun with it. So I probably used a whole tank of gas and it just already you know, playing around. Nice. But no, it's, I like it. It's bigger. That my only beef about things like that is, yeah, storage. You know, you got you got a mower, you got a trimmer, you got an edger, you got a backpack blower. So one of the things I do is like I hang a lot of stuff from my ceiling in my garage. So like our bicycles, I have like hooks in the ceiling, and then they hang from the tires in there. And I got my my trimmer hanging, my uh, edger hanging. And so now it's like you walk through the garage and you're like ducking and you gotta like you know <laughs> move around and stuff like that because all the stuff's hanging. <laughs> but yeah. that was That's my fact. expanded system was having having one one gas powered machine where you have little attachments it just took up less space. But my only complaint is the power on the blower attachment. It, it works okay, but. Um, I am really thinking about getting some, some kind of a dedicated thing, uh, you know, electric something, uh, just to make it quicker. Yeah. I had two for my Hill. So in the fall, I mean, you guys have seen my Hill. I got a lot of trees back there. And when I was trying to blow all the leaves off of it, like I said, I had, I had a 150 foot cord. Well, as you're going up, trying to get up to the top, you're going in between the trees and I have to come back down go around one tree, then go back up and I'd start going across and I have to come back down. 
So, I mean, it was just a lot of time and it, it wasn't the most powerful thing by any means, you know, back in the day, it was probably top of the line with probably what, like 40 CCs or something, or, you know, 40 miles per hour or whatever it was. But, uh, I just needed something a little more versatile, didn't have any cords, you know, so I could uh, move around a little bit easier. That was my, that was my reason for purchasing it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a kind of an interesting thing to think about too, is the, you know, this, the CFM and the MPH of a blower, uh, you know, and, and they kind of, you know, the, the cubic feet per minute is, you know, you want a higher number there for, uh, like blowing leaves. You want that volume of air coming out to blow leaves. But then like, if you're blowing off your sidewalks, like doing like that sweeping kind of thing, that's where you want the higher, you know, the higher MPH. So, you know, when you're, when you're getting your equipment, those are the kind of the things you want to think about is what, what are you going to use it for? You know, are you going to use it for both? Are you going to do leaves and sidewalk? Then you need both big numbers. But if you want to just kind of focus on one or the other, then, you know, those are what the, what you want to look out for. Yeah. So it sounds like some stuff has, you know, has this place. So people with bigger yards, you're going to need gas. You're going to need something stronger, but if you get a smaller yard, you can do battery and you can do electric and all that kind of stuff because, you know, you're only going to be out there for an hour compared to somebody yeah. who's going to be out there three hours. Yeah. And I mean, I, I have a still uh, gas blower for when I'm actually like out doing my yard work. To blow whoa, 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 whoa. Hold up a second. Did you just say a still? What the hell steel. is that, man? A, a steel. Steel. Not a still. Steel. Yeah. I have a steel blower for when I'm out. Uh, a steel, my- steel blower. Steel blower for when I'm out doing my yard. What's up, Mr. Blowjob? <laughs> what up? Sorry, man. I've had a hell of a night. I think we, we talk slowly when he starts. He shows up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. You're, you're disrespecting the blowjob saying no. still. <laughs> I, I gave you a moment of silence. I don't know if you caught that. No, I haven't even I haven't heard anything yet. Yeah. yeah so we started talking blowies. And I said, guys, we got to take a moment of silence since you weren't here. <laughs> sweet you know have, having the battery is nice for a quick blowy you know to to get out in the garage and or get on the, the patio and you know get just get the blower out and you don't smell like gas and you know you could still get the get the get the blow job done well yeah you got to make sure the batteries are charged though man there's nothing worse than having well, to die <laughs> oh, hey yeah. so do you guys always finish with a blow job or do you sometimes start with a blow job Finish. <laughs> finish. You gotta finish. You gotta finish. You know, some, sometimes, sometimes in the fall, I got a bunch of leaves on my lawn, and you know, sometimes it's good to blow them off first, and then uh, get a mow in, and then clean off the sidewalk. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Is that considered a double blow? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's yeah, considered man. a pre and a post. <laughs> <laughs> pre and a post. <laughs> With a happy ending. All right. So, what about <laughs> sprayers, guys? Uh, I know some of you guys are Petra Tools uh, recipients and stuff, but what else is out there? We got some hose-in sprayers, right? Backpack sprayers. What does everybody have? Stay away from chameleon hose-in sprayers. Those things are trash. <laughs> Ooh, shots you fired. Told me that. <laughs> I don't like that thing at all. Yeah. No. Nope. I, I pulled. I pulled that filter off there. David, yeah, man. it I went in the garbage. I had it for three days. <laughs> oh, wow. 
<laughs> you guys all bashed on the ortho pretty good, and I'm sitting here like, man, I actually like mine. Hey, I, I bought an ortho in place of it. I like the ortho. Yeah, I saw you using that chameleon. It looks like you were dribbling out of that thing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so everyone knows, I guess I, I, I do. You know, I do have the Petra sprayer. Um, it's it's fine. Um, I I don't have any experience with any other backpack sprayer, so. Um, you know, that's from what I've experienced so far. It's been an, it's been an okay sprayer, but, uh, for hose end sprayer, I do have, I tried the ortho. I worked with it for several seasons. I did not like it. Um, the container kept falling off. Um, it kept, kept getting clogged. So I ended up, um, upgrading to a very, a much more expensive model, the, uh, blue mule spray all 50 B which is I think like a hundred bucks, but that thing works and it doesn't, it has never clogged on me. I've never had, I haven't had any issues with it. Um, I, I just like things that work. So I'm happy to pay a little bit extra to get something that's going to work every single time. So. Yeah. So it looks like uh, so far in the chat, everybody's kind of talking about a couple people are getting Petra's. A lot of them are Ryobi, Ryobi's, um, uh, Backpack sprayers, ortho, uh, hose end. So it uh, seems to kind of be the the go-to right now with everybody else. I was going to say, who's got battery versus like pump? And does it, have you guys had experience with battery versus yeah, that, pump? That, that, oh, that's I what I was, saying. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Both. I used pump for years, bro. Man. I used the pump one time and <laughs> it was right to actually my <laughs> wife. My wife uh, got me a, uh, uh, Spraymate Tornado, which is Flowzone's kind of brand of more DIY backpack sprayers, but she ended up getting that for my birthday for me la- last year, which was an awesome gift. Uh, but you know, I I kind of planted it in, in her in her mind when she was asking what what I wanted for my birthday. So I t- I told her that after using, I used one of the Solo uh, backpack pump sprayers one time, and it was one of the nice ones too. You know, yeah, with like the, nice. the diaphragm pump on the back, and you know, it wasn't like the cheap pump sprayer but it was oh man that was a pain in the butt or pain in the pain in the arm i guess i did the same thing <laughs> i bought a field king pump and i said oh this is gonna be great i don't have to carry around this little tiny jug and pump it and you go <laughs> six feet and you're stopping and pumping stopping and pumping so i got the petra and uh funny story the first time that i used it i picked it up off my tool bench and both the straps broke immediately jeez oh, so oh. that worked out great <laughs> yikes so they're yeah, I mean, tied back onto it now <laughs> If you, if you do have one of the backpack pump sprayers, you know, there, there's nothing wrong with them other than that pressure issue. Uh, you can get one of those, what do they call it? Constant pressure valves or whatever for like 15 bucks. And that'll keep your, your backpack pressure going at the same PSI, even though, you know, you're pumping uh, mm-hmm. at a different PSI. No, I, haven't, I haven't heard of that. Yeah. Interesting. So what you guys are already done talking about string trimmers. Yeah, yeah, let's, let's, let's get back to string trimmers in just on, one man. second. I want to get. Uh, I want to do the uh, drawing for next week. Drawing mm. for our special guest. Yes. Since we're a little ways into this, so for everybody that is interested in joining us, we've had a couple guests already. You guys have seen them. Uh, Lalo on Major Look Lawn Care. We had Vince with Ruta Lawn Co. on here as well. We had the Mountain View C guys last week. So, any of you guys that are interested, type in the chat. Type in KOTG if you guys nice, want to be unique. drawn for the next week's special guest spot. All right. 
In the meantime, let's get back to trimmers, Zach. Yeah, I was just curious. Um, this could all be repeated stuff, but um, I was just I found um, 150 bucks I had in some Home Depot cards. So I was doing some shopping, and uh, I was gonna get. I I had it all set. I was gonna get that Echo powerhead that has the interchangeable attachments um, two cycle, and had it all. I had a blade attachment for it where it's like um, like a brush attachment and um, a regular string trimmer. And then the dang power head was out of stock online after I went through all this. So I haven't even, I haven't ordered it yet, but I'm pretty sure that I'm set on. That's what I want to get. I didn't know if anybody else had experience with that. Is that called like the PAS or something? PAS. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It seems pretty good. I mean, I've only seen people use it on, on YouTube, so it looks pretty good. How about this? Two stroke versus four stroke. I got one better. Straight shaft or curved shaft? Oh, <laughs> straight. <laughs> I had a curve, a curve shaft, still steel blower, steel trimmer too. And uh, that thing was a pain in my pain in the butt. So I got pain in the arm from a pump sprayer and the pain in my back from that curve shaft uh, trimmer. Yeah. I got to go straight shaft. Being around and upside down and everything and get different angles. You got to have the straight shaft, that curve. I don't know what, you know, nobody wants to be going off to the left or the right, you know, <laughs> <laughs> the big difference is is the curb shaft um is straight driven yep you you you're hurting yourself on torque where if mm. you get the straight shaft down at the end it's got a worm gear and you pick up some ratio you pick up some torque yes, sir. what do you use Oli? <laughs> i i started out with a curb shaft and um you know it works okay it's easier to walk with but it doesn't have near the ass whenever you need it if you're starting from scratch. So I end up buying a, um, I think it's a FS 111 oh, gas powered steel. steel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And um, it's a straight shaft and it's got some, it's got some uh, webos. Yeah. It's got some webos. Yeah, it has, has some, yeah, some webos. <laughs> yes, yeah, sir. <laughs> what, do you, what do you guys think about those, uh, those scissors? Scissors. Oh, rotary scissors? Yeah. I want one. Yeah, good topic. I have no need for it, but I want it. Right. <laughs> aren't they yeah, like, I mean, aren't they like a hundred bucks though? Oh, yeah, they're like three hundred bucks. Than that. They're like three three hundred bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So it like it like cuts like scissors then, right? Yeah. It's like a like reciprocating yeah. action. So yeah. That's yeah, crazy. I mean, think about like those like reciprocating hedge trimmers, and then put that in a circle. And that's what they do. They like yep. bypass each other. So you get that, like, sit, you know, you get that hot scissor action. And then, uh, and then you, uh, you, you, I mean, it gets down super low Man. too. So you, uh, you know, the, the real mowing guys, they, they love those things. Yeah. 260 bucks on Amazon. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Man. it's pretty pricey. Yeah. yeah. Steel, Steel makes one now too um, that fits on the combi and you can put it adapted on other stuff too. But what's that, what's that company that makes the bit, the, Make some stens. I have no idea. Yeah, something like that. It's stens power rotary scissors. Yeah, that that sounds like it. And going back to the four versus two cycle, Andy, I just went with four cycle. That way, I could use the same gas as my mower. I did the same my thing. Trimmer. I'm just lazy and I limited on space again, so I didn't want two different fuel tanks or have to do any mixing and remember and that kind of stuff. So that was my only. That's the only reason. Yeah. I don't know if there's a or not you know as far as longevity goes but 
just out of laziness and space saving. Are you able yeah. to? And the reason I would go two cycles so I could smell clots oil again. <laughs> on the on the four cycle, are you able to like rotate the like the 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 motor around? Like if yeah. you were to if you were to switch to like do edging with the string trimmer and you had to flip it upside down, like is that an issue or do you have? No, mine. I mean, at least mine. My Roy Obi, it'll run wide open as long as you want it to upside down, sideways. It doesn't care. Okay. Yeah, I made sure to look that up when I was going to buy it because I knew I wanted to store it up and down um, on the side of my garage and I wanted to make sure there was no leakage issues. So the, whatever model I got, I don't remember exactly, but it was one of their expanded four cycles and yeah, it can go any which way and it runs just fine. It can store it upright and it won't leak or anything like that. Does it have a crankcase with oil in it? Mm, I mean, it's got oil in it. I mean, I don't know what that is, but it's just got a little nub. You just open it up and I mean, yeah. it, you just poured it. Little, so your drops gas and oil is separate. The whole yeah. reason for the two-stroke is where, like Vince is talking about, you can twist it all around. Mm. You don't have to worry about a crankcase. You don't have to right. worry about oil coming out of a breather. Or, yeah, you know. it would be an issue if you were to do it long. I mean, I only do it for you know a few moments at a time, but if you're working all day commercial or if you've got a big yard, you're tipping it upside down all day or for a longer time. But for me, so far, it hasn't been an issue. Mm-hmm. I saw that Vince, Vince tried to make his lawnmower a two-stroke here recently. <laughs> <laughs> and he videoed it too. oh yeah uh, what <laughs> what happened hey it happens I, I, I was doing an oil change and i um i don't know what i was thinking i i emptied out he had some stuck valves and he was trying to lube them up <laughs> yeah right <laughs> i uh i emptied out the oil and then i went to go uh fill it back up with oil and then and then in between i got distracted with my kids and I went to go fill it up and I ended up pouring all, you know, half a bottle of oil in the, in the gas tank. And, and I, I noted, I, I did not like start the engine or anything. I, I, I was just sitting there and then I was like, Oh crap. Like uh, I was able to dump it out immediately. And it wasn't a, it wasn't a huge issue or anything like that, but uh, it's just one of those things. I just wasn't thinking at the time and I, I did film it. Yeah. And smoke show. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, Vince, did that thing smoke pretty good when you started it or anything? No, no, it really wasn't that bad at all because, it, <laughs> like I said, like I was, I caught it before I started it, so I, I, I dumped it all out immediately, and I still had some gas in the gas container, so I just poured, I just dumped all of the gas and everything out with it. It wasn't like, it wasn't like the oil was falling into like a dry uh, gas container where it would like stick to the sides or anything. Mm-hmm. So, what did you dump it at? I have a an oil bin. I just dumped it in there and then I put it back into the oil containers and I dispose of it. All right. So let's do our drawing real quick and then we can move on to the other one as well. Um, so let me share my screen here for everybody. I, I did want to give a shout out to everybody in the live chat. Thank oh, you nice. guys so much. Um, I think when we first started this, I think our first was like four people wanted to join in and then the next time we did it we had like seven and now we're up to 12 so that's awesome we appreciate you guys wanting to jump in and and chat with us on here so hey papa's Moe's low nice first viewer ever i i'm pretty sure he's the first viewer we ever had i think we are on me uh vince Brent, I don't know, Is a couple other people. Deal? And he and he would pop in. 
Those are tests. Those are our test days. Yeah, we were just testing. We were just testing. He was showing up. Nice. Like, hey, you guys Congratulations. Well, that's some good karma for him. Yeah, congrats. <laughs> congrats. So we'll reach out to you, Papa Moslo, and let you know the ins and outs of jumping on and get you set up before next week. That's awesome. I got a topic I'll throw out there for discussion. So I know a lot of the, um, you know, the ethanol versus non-ethanol debate in your engines. What do you guys, what do you guys think on that? Holy. I would say the biggest thing is if it sets for any time, the ethanol stuff's going to give you a hard time. It's going to clog up the jet and the carburetor and you're going to keep choking it and, um, get aggravated because it won't run without the choke. And then basically it's, if it sets, it's going to gum up and mess up the, uh, the main jet in the carb. Yep. Yeah. yeah I mean, it, it, it accumulates water. So, you know, you gotta, you, you can't have that running through your engine. So, if, I mean, if you're fortunate enough to live somewhere where you don't have, or we do have ethanol free gas, then, uh, you, you know, definitely want to put that in. And I, I run high octane in mine too. I don't know if that anybody else, Things I run 93 but, and everything. Yeah. Yeah, same. But I mean, if, if you do get ethanol gas, like in, you know, in St. Louis, I'm in the city, you know, city and county metro area, and we don't have ethanol free gas because of like all the emissions laws and stuff. But, um, you know, you definitely, definitely want to treat your gas as your, I, I do it right at the gas station when I'm filling up the container, I pour the, pour the mix right in and and it mixes in and and then I have my treated gas when I get home and I'm ready to go. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like this, that's kind of like a, that's one of those like 20 years, 30 years ago. It was like, you know, your dad told you that your grandpa told you that you had to, but I feel like nowadays, like the engines are made differently to almost accommodate it. So in my opinion, purely my opinion, it's not as big of a debate or as big of an issue that it used to be. That's my opinion. I agree. Yeah, I mean, I mean, ethanol gas definitely, you know, breaks down into or absorbs water out of the air and kind of gets it mixed in with the fuel. You know that that that's that happens. That's a fact that that happens. And and you know, running that through your engine, I you know, I I don't want to do that. So, you know, I don't know if engines are any better now. I I I don't I just don't know. But I'm not going to take not going to take that chance, especially. You know, if the gas is going to be sitting in there for any amount of time, or uh, this is another thing too. You know, you always kind of be running fresh fuel through. Uh, so for homeowners, you know, having just a two and a half gallon can is good, is good because that'll get you a couple weeks worth of gas, and then you're out of gas, so you have to go get new gas, and you're always running fresh fuel through, you know, yeah. through through your machines. So you know, don't have gas sitting around. Don't buy it in big quantities so it's not sitting in your garage. Uh, sucking up the humidity out of the air and, and getting the water mixed in with the fuel. Um, you know, th- th- those are a couple tips to keep it out of your engine. Does anybody use stable products in their gas? Nope. I, I don't no. because I buy a premium non-ethanol. Okay. And then another thing to save yourself some trouble is, you know, when you know you're not going to use it for a while, cut the fuel. You know, you got to own and off on a lot of mowers. Cut the fuel off, let it sit there and run until it sucks the carb dry. And um, you'll have less issues with buildup and gunk and crap in the main jet. Yeah, when I know I'm getting to my last mow or two of the season, I'll, I'll let it run all the way down. That way it gets it gets dry. Even if I have to put a little bit more in to get the last cut, and I'll do that. Let it run dry, and then 
because I just get crap from the pump, whatever's left of my gas can, I'll throw it in the minivan and, and call it a day and let it, let everything be empty for the, for the winter. Bill, you said, you said that you run your, you run everything like basically dry and empty as can be. Another argument I've always heard is you want to do the opposite. You want to keep them as full as can be. <laughs> so you don't have any room in that tank for condensation. Have you guys heard those kind of both sides of those stories as well? Yeah. 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 But if you storing it through the winter, the way gas is and so sorry now, you'd be better for it to be dry. But like through humidity and through the summer and that kind of stuff. Yeah. If you got it more full, you got less room for sweat. Yeah. No. That's a good thought. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I definitely run my, all my gas equipment, even my, uh, steel blower run i run that dry um and, and again i'm using treated gas i put the the ethanol fuel treatment and storage treatment in my gas so you know that's what's that's what the last gas is going through is treated gas uh and then i run it dry and like you said bill i, I dump whatever's left in my can and in my uh in my in my minivan and, and let that kind of mix in with that gas that's in there so when you put that premium in your minivan, you get a couple more uh, horsepower. <laughs> right. out of I notice when I'm driving the, to 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 soccer practice, I get that extra little bump at the at the at the green light. <laughs> you turn go mode, it's the uh, the four wheel yeah. drive. The the drive DVD on. player comes down just a little bit faster in the back. <laughs> when <I'm, laughs> Paw Patrol plays a little bit louder too, right? Oh, thankfully we're past the Paw Patrol. Um, we're, we're on Disney princesses now, which isn't terrible. Cause that means I can mix in like a, a lion King or something every once in a while. There you go, there you go. <laughs> Anybody get a mode this week? Yes, sir. Two of them today. Nice. Yeah. I saw that, man. Those, those, uh, X Mart. So, oh, so what is that? Do you guys talk about this already? But what is that? What were you, yeah. what were you using? First, you give all, me I'll a just... quick summary of it. Just gonna go ahead and say it's badass. <laughs> all I can say. It did look badass. I mean, it looks. It is, it's wicked. You know, I I had the thirty inch X Mark and um, the commercial version, and I was tired of the little skinny tires pressing so much on the turf because that spot at the shop is only thirty five hundred square feet. And um, what's beside it? Huh? What's beside it? What's right beside that property there? A pastor that belongs to my dad. Oh, just old, just okay. voluntary stuff. I keep telling him I'm going to go out there and, you know, take the John Deere and level it out and uh, take the Harley rake to it and, and take it over. But yeah, uh, you need more square footage. Only. <laughs> I got too many. <laughs> but anyway, I, I picked up that, uh, that X Mart turf tracer. I looked up and found it on marketplace. Those things are back ordered everywhere. And with everything so hard to get, you know, it drives the price through the roof. Well, this fella had bought this thing, had it two weeks, never turned the blades on. It, it had a 0.5 of an hour, but never turned the blades on. And uh, that's something about a piece of equipment. I don't understand. All my mowers don't click on the iron meter until you turn on the PTO. But this one, as it's running, you know, it, it counts. But anyway, I looked up and bought it last night and, um, he made me a heck of a deal on it. And I've tickled to death, man, that thing stripes. It don't have a drop of nothing on it, but far stripe kit, nothing, just a deck. And, um, I can't believe how it stripes. It's amazing. It's a, it, that picture that you sent was awesome. 
And so it's, a, I'm it's a, a walk. I'm gonna go get me a horse stall mat and cut and put on the back of it. It's going. Yeah, be it's really a walk cool. behind, right? It's not a. It's not a. Uh, yes, walk behind. Stand on, right? Okay. Yeah, you I wanted to walk behind. I, I, I've always wanted one. It's hydro, you know, driven, not belt driven, and um, it's going to take a little getting used to. It's a little. It's a little touchy, uh, <laughs> but man, it, it just—it's amazing to cut because that thing's a fourteen and a half horse. And I cannot, you know, like a lot of people were telling me in my pictures the other day, man, you need to sharpen your blades. My blades is sharp, believe me. I, you know, it, they're sharp. But what I was running into is the turf over is so thick at the shop. The 30-inch X-Mart, I don't know exactly what horsepower motor it is, but you had to creep through that stuff. And I think it didn't have enough butt to push the blades, and that's the reason it was tearing the grass. That mower today, man, that thing has got – all the webos you can ask for. <laughs> you gonna you gonna get a sulky for it? Let it drag you no, around your. Uh... No, that messed up my stripes. No, sir. I'm just <laughs> I'll just limp on down behind there. There you go. <laughs> All right, guys. We got anything else to talk about? Wrap up. I think we had a great conversation tonight. Hit Let's a lot of things up. about equipment. I think we've talked enough about blowies. Let's uh, let's wrap it. <laughs> wrap it up for the night <laughs> well we're gonna give a special shout out to all our people in the live chat appreciate you guys we had a great conversation with you tonight and look forward to next week uh having papa mo's lows yeah. on so yeah. look for all that information and great job to the kotg uh cast you guys did great tonight and yeah, make sure to make sure to hit that like and subscribe and you know hit that bell so you get next week's episode when we go live with uh who is it? Pa- Papa Moslo? Yep. yep. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Holy, you were uh, flashing some stickers there, huh? <laughs> you doing sticker it, swaps now? It finally happened, man. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, the first man. time hey. I ordered them, I, I got a set of ladies' shoes. Oh. <laughs> 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 oh, I, I, I can't believe it. Mom, that package showed up and I was like, what in the world? QVC <laughs> sticker mule. <laughs> I start tearing the bag open. I'm like, Skechers. I go ahead and open it up and sure. This got a set of ladies' shoes in there. I'm like, what in the devil? <laughs> Somehow the sticker came off of the sticker mule package and ended up on somebody else's package and showed up. So somebody else got some uh, fescue so, freak stickers. Yeah, I wish they'd send them to me because I plan on giving them away. They're just as confused as you, I'm sure. Oh, I what? bet they were. Like, what the heck is <laughs> what is this? What kind of name is that? People who mow on Instagram. <laughs> All right, guys. So hit Oli up for stickers. He's got some now. Oli, I better get get the first sticker, Oli. That's all I'm going to say. I'm about to stick one on that. He deserves it. (laughs) Yeah, you do. Does every sticker come with a can of cheer wine? There you go. We'll see. see (laughs) All right. Or a jar of Dukes for my buddy Dave up there at Hellman's. All right, guys. All right, guys. We will see you next. Thanks, week. everybody, for coming Later. out. Later, guys. See you next Tuesday. See you.